Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Classic Pinball Podcast. My name is George, and I'm joined today by Dave. Hello, Dave. Hello there, George. Dave, I was going to start this show. Well, first of all, happy anniversary. Well, thank you. It's uh, It's been a great anniversary. We've been together, what, I think, uh, we've been doing this podcast for at least 10 or 15 years now. Oh, wait a minute. It's a year. <laughs> yeah, a lot of fanfare. Anyway, <laughs> I was going to start the show with a reference to Stranger Things, but the more I thought about it, since I've never seen the show, I've played the game, I was going to do an inverted show where we start with the end and end up with the beginning, but it got crickets when I pitched it to you. So we're not going to do that. So we're going to do like every other podcast has done in the last week, even though ours will probably be one of the last out. How was your uh, trip to New York over the 4th of July weekend? Very eventful. Lots of, uh, lots of stuff. So uh, I'll give you, uh, I wrote down a bunch of talking points just to kind of, a lot of things went on. So, First up, for that week, it's like a vacation week, going to go to New York. So my car was having a couple issues, and uh, the part finally came in on the Monday and was going to take off to New York on Wednesday, like a four- or five-day adventure out there. So uh, the guy said, well, bring it down and get, get a rental, and we're going to really have it for a couple of days anyway or – you know, keep the rental for a week or whatever, but uh, so yeah, we're heading out. I'll oh, go ahead. So, all right, brought the car down, and right before I did that, I said, I'm going to call around to to Hertz, say, yeah, I'm looking to get uh, you know, a nice SUV, comfy, gonna haul, gonna haul some stuff. So, and uh, the Hertz guy said, Oh, no, no, Fourth of July week, no, that stuff's all gone. No, you got a we got a, uh, a Kia and a Hyundai Sonata. And I said, no, no, no. I, I need comfort. I'm driving for many miles, probably a thousand miles in this thing. I need some comfort. Well, good luck. Cause I don't think any Hertz is going to have any of that stuff. And it's like, okay, well, that's all something to tell me to do is, is uh, it can't be done. And that's a challenge to me. So I'm going to get it done. So I called my local Hertz guy, smaller guy. And he said, oh yeah, we got, uh, we got some SUVs, some big SUVs here. Yeah, come on, come on down, take a look at them. So, right in the parking lot, and I saw a vision of beauty. I saw this beautiful Cadillac SUV uh, XT5 400. And I said, hmm, is that one of the owners of the place or is that a rental? And uh, I went inside and said, hey, is that one available? Oh, it just came in. Yeah. It's like, okay, well, earmark that for me. I'm going to go check it out. Went in the car, looked around, didn't smell like cigarette smoke. Had 16,000 miles on it and sat in it. It's like, oh, this is going to be great for a nice cruiser. It's going to be comfortable and, and nice, nice ride. So I said, okay, that's mine. Put me down for that. Let's, 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 uh, let's write this one up. So uh, got in that and didn't know how powerful this thing was, but I just hit the gas a little bit. I tripped the wheels going on the parking lot. I almost peeled out. So, the place. so I'm gonna I'm gonna interrupt and kind of move this along a little bit. So you like yeah. the, you like the SUV? We gotta we gotta talk some yes. pinball. Or we're gonna lose everybody. Um, okay. So your first leg was to south of P- Poughkeepsie somewhere. 
Well, yeah. So the first, like, so yeah, going going south of Poughkeepsie, right near Poughkeepsie, we had uh, a guy contacted me. Um, he saw he saw my YouTube that I had for my uh, for eight ball. I've had two of them. So the one on on the YouTube was uh, one from a couple of years ago, which had a, a CPR. I think cabinet reef is really done to the nines, real nice rest, resto. And that was sold. He said, do I have another one? It's like, well, yes, I do. I have my original one. I've had forever. One of the first games I ever bought and I'm willing to part with it. You know, I, I've kind of, I'm kind of done with it. I have so many games now, you know, that's one well, of the weaker, gonna, gonna, one of the weaklings. Interrupt again. We're going to get to your other games. So this particular gentleman or person liked the game that you delivered, I'm guessing. Yeah. Oh, he did. Yeah, he, you know, he loved it. He basically, he he was jonesing for it. Uh, it's the only game he ever wanted. He grew up playing it in laundromats and somewhere a bowling alley or something. He hasn't played any other game since. That's the only game he wants ever. It was like his grail and it's all he wants. The, do you know so, off the top of your head how many of those they made? I know they made a lot. Yeah, it's one of the most highest production games they made, right, right around 20K. The only one that beat it is Adam's Okay, Day. you're going you're gonna to laugh at this, and I don't know why it came up on my uh, recording on my cable uh, box. But I recorded an episode of Happy Days with Fonzie playing a pinball. I'll put it in after this. Nip it. It's actually, it's actually pretty funny. He's playing Nip It. Right. But right? There is a game, and I'll reveal it in the next episode because I don't have it in front of me. The, in the okay. in the clip I'm going to pick, I'm going to play. They replace Nip It with another game. Oh, yeah, I, I I didn't know that either. I have no idea why it was recorded. I must have wanted to record something else on the channel, and it recorded that. But it's actually pretty. Absolutely. It's topical for what we're talking about right now. You delivered that. Is there anything, you know, everything went well, no, no yeah, issues. Delivered. And it went, went well. Yeah. Um, it was, oh, it was beautiful when the whole drive, um, and, um, it just until like three and a half hours drive to his place. And just when we got there, it just started, it just started thunderstorming and like, just, we were five minutes away and it started downpouring cats and dogs. It's like, Oh, come on. Really? So we're, and then about maybe just we're pulling in his driveway, it just let up. So it was like one big cloud burst and it was over. So thank God. And, uh, got it out of there, brought it in this place, set it up and, uh, it was all good to go. Um, I think, was it Maureen, was it all good to go? Or did anything, did anything happen in travel with the eight ball, right? It was all good to go or what? It was good. Okay. Yeah, it was good. So you left Poughkeepsie and you drove north of Albany to right north up to north Northville Lake. Northville. And I and I love the comment from Maureen. You jinxed us. The banjo player. Yes. 
She was here. She was here in banjos in the night. <laughs> at, at first, we're a little bit freaked out. It's like, what did we get ourselves into up here? What is the, you know? We're not sure of this area. It seemed a little sketchy, but then, you know. But as we acclimated and started talking to people around there, because it looks like it could easily become seedy and, and a problem area, but it really was. We walked at night with it, with no fear around there, just going to different houses. But it just looked the whole area is like historic, older. All the houses are over 100 years old there very decorative but you know some are a lot of them in disrepair like it was a real no. boom town years ago and now it's not that, you know that's not uncommon for new york state there you know for whatever reason so everybody wants to know we called it rampy ramster because you didn't know what game it was what game did you repair oh the game i repaired up in that uh, that lake house there that is fishtails Oh, well, that makes all the sense in the world. Did it have uh, Billy Bass on top? Billy Bass on top, but Billy Bass was not uh, bassin'. He was not uh, doing his whole flapping and singing or whatever he does. I heard from another podcast that a lot of people disconnect that thing because it comes on way too often. Oh, maybe it was. I never even never even looked into it, really, because there was so much, much bigger fish to fry. Hold on. Okay. Um, <laughs> oh boy! Oh boy! You're yeah. getting real desperate. I'm here all week. <laughs> so it was some guy's lake house who had a fishtails, and you did a day spa on it. How how good and/or bad was it? Uh, well, he said it was like there were two two issues he was looking to. You know, I told, I told him it's going to be you know it's a whole day spa thing, and you know, typically with a lot of customers don't really know what with doing a, a nice day spa service they don't get how long it takes and what it, to do it right. So, um, you know, he said, Oh, there's only two, two things I just need done and maybe a little cleaning up. So I went there. It's like, yeah, okay. I fixed those two things pretty much in the first hour. It's like, but you need a lot more done of this and that. And so boom, 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 boom. So eight hours later. Oh my, oh my. Uh, so that yeah. list was long. Oh yeah. Wow. Yes. Yep. So, uh, so yeah. So I found a bunch of stuff. It, it just never was really worked on right, you know. So I just fixed a lot of stuff on it. We basically tore the playfield apart, shopped it out. Um, Maureen was helping me, of course, you know, taking things apart and cleaning stuff and rebuilding assemblies. And oh, yeah, I had to MacGyver apart. Yeah, that's another thing too. So, so the uh, the casting reel there, the one that you have multi ball, the ball you shoot the ball this area here. And it, it goes over and it gets in this little casting, this little fishing reel thing to lock balls. Well, what happens is there's known issue with this game that that um, is like a little a pulley, like a, a rubber ring pulley that's supposed to a motor on it. It's supposed to turn it for the next ball. Well, as the thing gets loaded with balls, it gets heavier and it can't turn it if the ring is old. So what happens over the years when some other people work on it or a, a in an arcade and they don't have the power they'll put whatever they have rubber band whatever have you and it it works kind of a dozen so this thing wasn't working right it was stuttering it wasn't working right so from the last time i worked on fishtails maybe about a year ago i was in a gym like that and i used a rubber ring and it worked for me it's like you know i really need the real part so i ordered a, a couple of these for the future when i see a fishtails next time i want to have this stuff on me so i had three of these on me and i put it in there it worked great um but then uh, it worked great, but then it didn't work great because 
there's a gear on there that has a um, a flat spot. It's supposed to have a flat spot. Well, this thing was so worn out that the flat spot was gone. So it was relying upon a, a rod inside of a circle now to turn. And it wasn't really now that, oh, that wow. new so the gears were like completely worn off. Worn off. Yeah. The in, the internal with the flat spot is supposed to like, like turn it. You know, there's a flat spot right. inside the gear supposed to turn it. And it's a plastic gear, of course. And it, the plastic thing, the, the flat spot got rounded out. So now that I put the proper rubber ring on there that's nice and tight, well, now it's so tight that now it doesn't want to turn it at all. Now it's, it was worse than right, when the jury rig thing was Because when it was loose, it could grab it a little bit. Now that it's tight, it just, you know, it acts as a pulley. It binds up. Yeah, now it doesn't. Now it's like, now it's not happy at all. So it's like, okay. And it's like, well, I don't have that on me. So that, so I said, Maureen, write that down. I need to have that in my part stash too. I need a couple of those because that's going to go bad on, on the fish shells I see. I know I'll see more of those too. So I said, well, there's a way out of this. So I took the, that thing out. I used my soldering iron and I made my own little flat spot in the soldering iron with a big uh, Oh, look tip at you, MacGyver. Now oh. I get, now oh. I get it. Oh, oh yeah. And, oh. and then I kind of took some more and I kind of molded it. And then I put it on there, and it was on pretty good. It's like, no, you know, I need, I need better. You know what? I need like a metal flat spot to incorporate into the plastic. So I took a, um, a thick um, uh, leaf switch and, and tucked it into where the flat spot I made with the soldering iron, the plastic, and I, and I kind of heated the blade in, in, in into that to incorporate it into the plastic um, gear I just made. So now that the flat spot on the... Um, I want to call it a sprocket, whatever it is. Now the the two mating surfaces now are flat spot, flat spot, both metal. Now it turns no problem. Now it's nice and strong now. So now it, it worked like a top. It worked, works fantastic like now. A good fix. No need for a new gear. Yeah, it was a great little uh great little meatball surgery fix. Yes. Okay. So <laughs> anything else with fishtails? I know from there you went to your friends down in Woodstock, but I want to come back to that in a little bit okay uh yeah we gotta we gotta come back there's more stuff happening in uh in northville with the fish oh, tails well, and other continue, stuff stuff other stuff in there the too. northville i want to end northville and then i want to go in a different direction for a few minutes okay so let me look at my notes here yeah, yeah oh yeah yeah okay that's true and maureen just reminded me so um while working on that eight-hour day spa, uh, we met Jaws. So you got to figure it's a lake, and and who's Jaws, right? And the obvious question: Who's Jaws? Well, Jaws would be this little bull bulldog that weighs fifty pounds, all muscle, and very super friendly, which is usually good until he's a little too friendly. Especially when, when he likes your leg and <laughs> likes to pump your leg while you're trying to work on the game constantly. Or, me. or Maureen's <laughs> leg or any, anything in general. <laughs> oh, okay. I got the name of our episode. It's Jaws. <laughs> Jaws. <laughs> and you know why, right? There's, spec- there's speculation. Oh, you know, because actually, this is the time of Jaws, the movie, well, 4th of July, Shark Jaws. Week was last week, I watched, never mind. Well, never it's mind. it's perfect. Wanna, but there's there's rumor that 
one of the big manufacturers is going to come out with a Jaws pinball machine. Oh, even better. This is so, even better. It, it's uh, it's kids. So, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. This is. Uh, see, that's why I love free forming. Okay. So, anything else? It, anything, works, it works best. Jaws is great. So, is there anything else other than your leg hurting after you got done? He kept saying, Jaws, no, get over here. And Jaws would leave, and then he'd come right back around and kind of nuzzle against your leg and start again. And then you have to freaking shake him off. It's like, it was hard to keep my concentration. But, uh, oh, and no AC, by the way. And this was like 90-something degrees humid. No AC on a 100-year-old house. Today it was pretty. It was 99 degrees around here I'm, and humid. I'm trying yeah. an experiment. I'm down in the, the basement in my office trying to record to see if it sounds any different. Sounds good on my side. Well, you sound good too, but that it's all how it comes out in the end. So we'll see. So is that it with Northville? No more, no more story? Uh, one more story. Uh, went to this awesome little restaurant. They just opened up restaurants up there a week before. Um, so that was interesting. Going to the bar, nice bar. But the thing that was interesting is the guy behind the bar was a spinning image of Jimmy Fallon. And I said to the guy after a beer or two, I said, you know, I'm getting a Jimmy Fallon vibe out of you. It's like, you know, everybody says that. So I got a picture with the guy. Um, we stayed later into the night because everybody, you know, they were all masked up, of course. Um, patrons didn't have to be, but of course, people worked there. But as we started going through it, and as I, I basically said, I really, you know, I'm not really down with that at all. I don't really care. And the staff, the staff started coming to the bar. Regular patrons were leaving. We stayed at the bar. Now the mask started coming down. They're all chilling out. He started giving free shots. We started yucking it up with the whole crowd there. So, free drinks, free pouring, all kinds of good stuff. No one had any kind of, no one, there's no social distancing and no masking. It was just like, you're such a, you're just such a like homer. <laughs> anyway, that segues into what I did for the 4th of July. And I kept this from you because I knew it would be a good segment. I happened to okay. go to Cape Cod. I stayed with my friends, uh, Jim and Sue, the cleanest people in the universe. That's what I hear. They are. <laughs> That's just yeah. a fact. Anyway, uh, yeah, they let me out on Saturday twice. I went to a place down Ooh. on the Hyannis Harbor called Tugboats, which is I've been there. Tugboats up on yeah. the second floor. Yep. Did you get the steamers? No, we, I don't know. My friend just ordered all kinds of crap off the menu. We ate like a smorgasbord. I had fish tacos. I had onion rings. I don't know. Souvlaki because the guy's Greek who owns it. Um, yep. No, I, I didn't. I, you know what? It's funny. I didn't. The fish tacos, I think, was the only thing I ate that was out of the sea. Anyway, so that was a great place. Okay. But on Saturday night, we went to downtown Hyannis. And we ate at a restaurant outdoors there, both times outdoors. But like you said, everybody all What's mixed up. But to make sure that this yes. is pinball centric for all you people who live in yeah. Massachusetts, there is now another arcade and bar on Main Street. Unfortunately, I did not go because it was indoors and 
the people and my wife were not exactly down with that. But to give it a plug, just because, flashback retro arcade and bar on Main Street in Hyannis. So, no parade. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah, no parade, which is bummer. No fireworks, but I do have a fireworks story as well. We got. I do too later, well, but go mine's ahead. Mine's kind of minor, <laughs> but it, we got home on Saturday night and it was dark. And in the distance, I hear, which sounded like they were going at it in Lexington again. Um, it was just loud and it was not your run of the mill fireworks. So my friends, I said to him, where do you think this is coming from? And on the north side of uh, Cape Cod, Sandy Neck, you can drive out there with your you know, vehicle. He said, they must be having a fun time out there. And I want to do that. They must all just line up on the beach and bring their baskets of stuff and just go nuts. Because it went on. This is Chatham, right? It went on for at least an hour. Is that Chatham or where no, is no, that? No, that's uh, at the elbow. So at the beginning of the Cape Sandwich, I think. Oh, okay. Sandwich. Sandy, okay. Ne- Sandy yep. Neck Beach. Anyway, so I didn't get to play any pinball. I didn't get to shoot off any fireworks. I didn't get to go to a parade, but I did get to go out to eat. It was a little strange, but outdoors, not too bad. So go ahead. You, you, you yeah, fire, the weird you thing is, like, firework you know, story. Now's the time to insert it. All right, firework story. So uh, this is when we're down uh, after fishtails. Now we're all done with the pinball work. Now we're heading to, he- heading to, heading to Karen Country. But before we hit Karen Country in Woodstock, New York, we went to Kingston, to see our friends of thirty years, and went on their boat in the Hudson River. Oh, cool! Went swimming, boating. What's that? Again, cool. Going on the Hudson in a boat? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hudson boat. Awesome. Fourth of July. Uh, chilling. Doing, uh, yeah, getting in the water there was, was great. Very refreshing. Uh, I can see why they, why they say, oh, you should have a life preserver on. Because once that tide turns, oh, you're, you're going out. You aren't swimming back to the boat. You, and so, so the tide started turning. It's like I started floating away from the boat. It's like, and I gla- grabbed onto the line. There's a rope line they put out there. And you're pulling yourself back in, kind of like you're, you're playing tug of war. <laughs> you know? Well, tide, tide, pull yourself back. So that, so that sounds like a lot of fun. Oh, it was a lot of fun. You know, was, I got so tired of that. I had a good good uh, sleep after so that one. Fire, so then, you uh, like fireworks or you so, saw fireworks? No, we lit fireworks. We went to the next day. Or no, sorry. Okay. Oh, that night. Nappy time. Then at night went to their uh, daughter's house. Who married uh, married our goddaughter? Uh, just got married, kid, blah blah blah. But had a nice house, uh, and they have redneck neighbors behind them, who have like one of those uh, what a bobcat and some other stuff, and, and a trailer, and a four wheeler, and a bunch of stuff. They're hauling out in the backyard. Way in the backyard, we see them in, in the dusk out with t- tiki torches. And say what's going on. And so the uh, Alex is the guy, you know, uh, goddaughter's uh, husband. And he starts playing all this kind of patriotic music. He starts playing. Uh, and I said, "Hey, you got any Skinner? I want to have some. I want to have some Confederate stuff here. I like, you know, let's do some. Let's do some cool Confederate stuff for the for the rednecks over there." So I, I started yelling out. I yelled out, "Skinner!" And they went, "Yeah!" <laughs> so, so we put in some Skinner. Such an adjective. Oh, it was, 
I am. <laughs> but they, America, America, America. You know, they love that too. They started lighting up these. These these fireworks are like the real professional, real deal. When he shot them up, they're like boom. Oh, no, the whole sky above them. Fireworks. Up. It's the report or the boom afterwards. Oh yeah, the whole thing. The, the boom and the whole sky was Those fireworks. Good, the whole it wasn't mortars. Mortars, yeah, mortars. Yeah. yeah, this guy had some had some kick ass stuff. I don't know where you got him from, but New yeah, Hampshire. he. Uh, <laughs> I don't know either Pennsylvania. I think I think you got in Pennsylvania. I think so, but there weren't the wimpy ones. I think I think all you can get in New York is like uh, you know the fountain one, light a fountain with some sparks coming out. Like who, who cares? You know I want well, the real deal. State, so we had the real... not even allowed to have them. You would never have thought that in a million years on Fourth of July. Yeah, you know. Well, we, this is where we started the our country, but this is where we're going to end it too. I guess. <laughs> No, with a bang, but a whimper. I'm just telling you, it was loud and it was long. <laughs> Let's talk uh, about recent news. I'll go with the things you don't care about. I'm sure you don't right. care about Hot Wheels and you don't care about Teenage Ninja Mutant t- Turtles or whatever they're called. Could I kiss about those? <laughs> well, I, I care because <laughs> normally we'd be going to a show and I'd be able to play them and then say something about them, even though we do a classic broadcast. At least I could comment on them. Now you can't even comment on them. What are you guys doing? She's 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 giving me more pointers of different things I didn't talk about. She's giving more talking points as I go. She's kind of well, reminding well, me. Well, we're at a half an hour. I don't know how many more talking points you're going to have, but we'll we'll keep going. Here we go. Well, you well you can you can always cut these things up no, into I, I, other. Yeah, I can always shows. cut them up. Of course, I can. <laughs> yeah, easy for you to say. So basically, you don't care about either one of those games, which is fine. Um, I know you know about Canada. Uh, we kind of talked about that. You're you think conspiracy, don't you? Um, no, 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 no. I don't. I know other people. I've seen other people do think it. Actually, it's funny. I'm watching people on Pinside that usually are the type that make fun of conspiracies, and these are the same guys that are calling this a conspiracy. It's funny to watch. I, I it's thought so at funny. first it was, but now I don't. I don't think it. I I, I think it's. I think it's a real deal. I, I don't think it's. Yeah, I think. I, I think, think he's done. Yeah. But he's not the only one. There are others, and I don't know. If, you ever watch this guy Carrie Hit Hardy? He's got some. He's got a Twitch channel. I don't know. A lot of people reference him. I don't. I think I've watched no him idea. once. He doesn't do anything for me. But I guess he got banned for saying something bad about somebody. Whatever. I don't know. On 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 Pinside? No, one of the manufacturers on a Facebook page, or I don't. You know, drama. You know, pinball drama. Yeah, well, you know, free speech is supposed to be guaranteed of unpopular speech, but I guess we forgot about all that stuff. Yeah, that seems okay. to have been pitched, but anyway. Um, it's a, it's, we're celebrating Independence, Independence Day and Independence Week, but we're not <laughs> at the same time. I'm going I'm to show you Now we're going to get really deep in pinball. So, all right. I'm, I'm going to ask you about three machines, and if I missed one, please interject which one I missed. Mm-hmm. I think you've acquired the following. 
a black knight, an ice fever, and a circus Voltaire. Did I miss any? Uh, the uh, recent acquires you're saying recent yes. acquires. Well, we haven't recorded in a month, so. Right. Okay. So one was, one was getting close, the Black Knight, but you had not yet picked it up. Yeah, yeah, Black Knight. I got that. Home use only, sweet, gorgeous shape, even has a, a chromed lockdown bar. Um, that's nice. Uh, ice fever, very nice shape. Picked that up. Uh, picked it up as build is not really working, but it actually was working, and I made it work even better. As I'm kind of selling it as is, kind of not restored, but you know me, kind of OCD. As soon as I set it up and I put out the for sale, I just can't help by working on it because I, I can't stand letting something go that's not working well. So I just put some free labor into that. Um, Your OCD <laughs> kicked in like it always does. I know you can't like it alone. I can't, you know. But I'm not going to give the thing away either. At this point, I'm not giving it away. It's like, no, this is, this is a decent working game now, so you're going to pay. You're not going to pay like a minty restored game but you're still gonna not gonna pay like it's a piece of crap that it's a you know and a barn either so you know no, i, I want to get i, 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 think, get fair. I think the best, I get, I the best get, one yeah. out of the lot in my eyes is that circus voltaire i've been doing some homework on that and i do like black knight but that looks like a pretty cool game that's a very cool game in fact i was gonna you know flip it kind of quick but then I set it up, and it's like, you know, this thing is so freaking sweet, home use only. It's worth me dumping some time and money into. So I spent, you know, a couple nights on it, just tweaking things a little bit. Uh, I already did a whole Titan rubber kit on it, cleaned it, and did, and then I said, well, it'd be really nice to put a color LED in it, color, you know, full color LED, put that in there, LED display. Um, okay, you've, you've done enough of a tease. You know why? Why? Because we're going to do... We're going to break the rules, yeah. and we're going to do a show on that game. Yeah, why not? It's worthy. It's a rare game. Why not? No, I, but we break the rules. It's not quite a classic. It's not 25 years or older, but it's close. And like you said, it's a rare game, and you got one. So we're going to take the opportunity sometime in the future. Don't know when. But it brings me to something we've never done before. Well, maybe we have. You've kind of done it on Pinside, but I don't know if we've ever done it on a on a podcast. Do you want to give your uh, your internet address for people to go see the games and see your website and everything else? That's a darn good idea. Well, I don't know why I didn't us, think of it, it before. It took us a year, and it was all well. That's in kind of my next segment. I'll talk about that in a minute. But yeah, you know what? Ahead. It's kind of weird. I listen to a lot of these. I listen to a lot of cool podcasts and a lot of cool YouTube stuff. Not pinball stuff, really, but other stuff I, I'm really into. And they're always like shilling at the end of the stuff. Oh, check us out on blah 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 and blah 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 all the time. And I never quite dawned on me to do it on our podcast because it's like I don't know. I, I, I'm I'm good anyway. I don't really need to add any extra stuff. But you know, but why not? You know, why not put it out there a little bit? So yeah, it's a uh, pinballdoctor.com, all spelled out pinballdoctor.com okay good well you know you've got videos and pictures you've got all kinds of stuff out there so that leads me yeah. into we're going to come back to Voltaire we're not going to talk about the games um, I'll update what I saw as some games because I'm good for that uh, you know surfing the net I saw two stern games that I would like but again 
one of one of the podcasts say, um, I wish it was closer. Don't you hear that all the time? I wish it was closer. Yeah, uh, I wish wish you were close. But you know right, what the, right. you, you, you're you wondering? Closer. I wish you yeah, were you closer. Wonder, yeah, but is, is that all? That's like, you know, is that real? You know, well, it's more well, like. Whatever, but. Uh, it's an excuse. Me, seriously, on both of these, I wish they were. Because one was, and we've talked about this game once before, after I went to Indisc. Stern split second. It looked like a pretty decent game. The back class might have been a little suspect, but not bad. For Played it thousand dollars and ten fifty. I thought that was cheap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, you know, for that That's game, rare, yeah, it's a rare game. It's Look a rare time. But price. here's, I don't know, you know, again. But here's the thing with that worst, game. Hope for the best. The, the, the reason, the problem with that game, the software was never finished. It was made during when Stern was falling apart. Software wasn't finished, so. There's callouts in the game that aren't there because they didn't do them, so you have silence during well, the callout. We, we, yeah, we know somebody, and maybe someday he'll get there. But yeah, you know that's true. He actually, hey, that would be a game to do, and that you could put your own mark on. That's true. Good point. I'm surprised he hasn't done it already. Well, that's one. And then I saw, and man, I'm going to start hitting him again. I watched a pin golf on Twitch, and one of the games was Hot Hand. And I know you're not a big fan of it. We talked, remember I saw one a while back, but that is a cool game. I like it. You know, it it is a, it's a cool, if that was in a tournament somewhere, I would definitely enjoy playing that in a tournament format. That would be kind of fun to play. I, you know, it would be great. So that was, uh, it used to be called Title Town Pinball in somewhere near Milwaukee. And I think the uh, Green Bay Packers came at him and said, eh, eh, eh. Not allowed to call yourself that, so now they're called like Sector Eighty Four or some. I don't know. I always though, Miss Title Town. Why can't they call Title Town? Games, pristine condition. What's wrong with Title Town? Um, I think it's a registered trademark by the Green Bay Packers football team. Oh, yeah. Oh, because they know own the title. Somebody must own. Somebody must own the rights to that name. I don't know who it is. I didn't look it up. It doesn't matter. It's a, trust me, it's a brand. You can, you probably have to pay to use that phrase. I have, uh, I have two more games to tell you about when you're ready. Go ahead. So on the way home from this huge New York trip, we put on about a thousand miles in the caddy, by the way, on this trip. Um, on the way home, it's like I, I, I've had so many people, you know, call me about different games to get restored, blah blah blah. So this one, there's a Gorgar. He's out in Western Massachusetts, and I have an empty Cadillac now with you know a bunch of parts and whatever. But I have room for a game because I had a room on the way out. I have room on the way back. So I called the guy and said, "Hey, uh, we're coming back from New York, and if you want, I can pick up your Gorgar and and work on it." It's like, "Oh, that'd be great because I want to." I want to spend a couple months anyway. I'm going to be doing a game room. I'm going to do a whole uh, basement refurb and blah, blah, blah. And I can right, use so the game to get out of here anyway. He wants the game gone. He wants it gone. He wants it all done up nice. You know, he's you know willing to throw some money at it to make it nice. And, and it's perfect timing. It's like, great. So I went over there. And then here's the kicker. Oh, boy. Hold on. This is great timing. Now we have Mr. Street Sweeper coming back here. I love this guy. My favorite. 
Keep going, dude. Keep going. Good. He's going to make the round. There you go. Keep going. All right. Here he goes. All right. He's gone. Um, Sorry. Anyway, where was I? So Gorgar. So he said, come on by. Come on by. No problem. So it's like, I'm, we're half hour away. We're in Lee. We'll be there half hour. So he's in, he's in Westfield. So uh, he said, oh, yeah. So I'm, I'm the house. You'll, you'll see. It, it's only the, uh, the state trooper car in the driveway. State trooper car. <laughs> okay. Okay. He's a, state, he's a state cop. Okay. You know, it's, it's like, okay. So go in, go there. I see the state. And, and it's like, it, it was weird, though. It's like pulling up next to the state trooper's car. It's like, you just get this feeling. It's like, am I okay? Am I going to, am I doing something illegal or whatever? Am I going to be all right? You know, Guilty so. Well, from years ago, you know, my <laughs> misspent youth doing, you know, right. you know, lighting whatever. Off illegal, lighting <laughs> off illegal fireworks. I get it. Yeah. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> you know, kinds of, you know, things. All kinds of fun yeah. and frivolity. All kinds it. of fun. I was, I was All there kinds once. of fun. Fun, fun is sometimes illegal fun, but it's still fun nonetheless. So, uh, going nice young guy, you know, uh, brand new kid, blah blah blah, and uh, telling about the game. He owned it with his father and this and that. And he said that the, um, I guess the people that had it before they had to get rid of it because their children. Ran out of the room when they saw the Gorgar and the backlash. <laughs> they got scared. They had nightmares. Yeah, that's like, not a real family friendly game unless no. Satan. And it's like Satan on the back. Of course, was well, it? You know, I said kids are very perceptive. They're they're fresh from source, so they know good and evil. And they see that they go, "That's not good." <laughs> so I said, "Why don't we? You know, when we're going to get it back to, when you put a giant big happy face over the Gorgar head, <laughs> and then you know, maybe make make it better." Yeah, so. Yeah. Uh, so he's also like, so we, we loaded it up, got it out of there. It was, and I didn't have a two wheeler, two wheeler with me. We had to bring it out of a bulkhead. But I said, okay, we can do it. We can we can carry this thing, hand carry it out. I took the playfield out, and I and I we so playfield out. We just empty cabinet out, head out, and playfield out later, and put it all together, put it in the car, and now it's back here. That's well, so that's game. Welcome to, welcome to my world. Yes. Then I, I know it well. Take it, take then, it out in pieces unless you want a hernia. Yeah, see, this is the this is the, the beauty. Another beautiful thing about the classic game, classic games, you can take apart to make it so easy that you and your wife can get the game out of any problem, any area, because it's a light box instead of like a heavy thing. A ramp game with the head you fold down, a three hundred fifty pound monster, that uh, it's a backbreaker. I, you know, so many people, older people that have ramp games, um, they get like back problems, sciatica, whatever, for moving these things around. Uh, and I can see why. Unless you buy one of those what are they called? Escala, Escalera? Escalera. Yeah. You know, but if you get one of those you need or, to get a, a band. Zach, I don't know who's that. The guy who the guy who has a podcast and sells them. Okay. So you need a van because yeah, John Davis said, you should get one of those, Dr. Davis. It's like, no, I'm just going to hire. I know Two young guys. They're twenty years old. They're built like you know brick S houses. They can help me. I'll throw them a couple, a little bit of dough, and they help me move all this heavy equipment. The light stuff, Maureen and I can handle, but the heavy stuff, no, I need to bring the big guns. Yeah, actually, they're Maureen's landscapers. I hire the landscapers to move pinball machines. It's fantastic. I pay them well. Painters, guys who have uh, big arms, perfect. And we know them through PJ, my friend PJ. We know them through him. Yep. So. So the last game on the list, the most recent acquire is an Indiana Jones I just picked up. Oh, look at you. 
because I'm all about ramp games. You know me. You, I love the ramp. You are, you are becoming... <laughs> I'm going to have to think about that. I want to think of a good one. But you are kind of becoming Dr. Dave's Pinball Warehouse. Yeah, I, I am. That, might, you know what? that actually I, might be the right name because... It might be. Well... Anybody I'm who's followed it. us has heard this before and seen the pictures, so there's no mystery there. Yeah, I mean, I thought I had more before, but I actually had to take down, I had like two games in Chime Central recently. And I had a Flight 2000, and I had my Kingpin that I bought from Maine recently, and I restored that up, the old Kingpin Gottlieb 73. Beautiful shape, homies only. And I had to take them both down to make room to put to pack all these games in there to store them so to have more room. So, you know, for the Indiana Jones and whatever else was coming in. So this guy called me. He sounded kind of kind of rough and tumble. You know, uh, he you know his his wife, his new wife for a couple of years. They own this game forever for twenty years or so. It's, it's in gorgeous shape. But this guy's not a pinball guy. And it's like, well, I need some pictures. He gave me some faraway pictures of it. I looked at it. It's like, well, okay, it looks pretty good, you know. But I couldn't really tell. It's like, well, it might have, you know, battery damage. It might have this. It booted up, but it had factory settings restore, which means the batteries are dead. Are they leaky? I don't know. So, you know, I offered him, you know, I, you know, I offered him kind of a low price for it because I really don't have room for it. And I really don't want to. I don't want to. I said I need to buy this right because I don't really know what I'm dealing with. You, you know. So we we worked at a price that was agreeable to both of us, and. uh but he sounded very, you know, he was very rough and tumble, very gruff kind of guy, you know, so I know what to expect. So I went, took the road trip down to Rhode Island and met the, my two movers were down, they met me down there and the beautiful, beautiful uh, place he had, like nice, you know, sculptured gardens and grounds and nice house. And, and he said, he said, no, I'm done with this house. We're moving to a beautiful house in Arizona, which is on the border of Mexico, like about what, 10 miles away. And it's, it's, it's a gorgeous house, but it looks like it's all cement on the outside. It looks like nothing on the inside. Show me pictures. The inside is gorgeous. But anyway, so as, uh, as we're down there, he's like, I can just tell he's kind of nervous and whatever. And, and it's like, like I'm, if I'm going to pay him or not, or if I'm going to do it, I say, like, Oh yeah. It's like, you know, look at the game. It's like, Oh yeah. Here, here, count this and count it up. It's like, oh, okay. We're good. So here's where it got kind of weird. So, as I'm packing it up and so forth, and my guys are helping, we're moving it out of there, and it was a it was a real B getting it up that freaking uh, up out of a bulkhead. Indiana Jones, one of the heaviest games they made, and these two guys are having a problem. They're strong. They have a problem lifting up the, those stairs on my two wheeler, getting it out of the bulkhead, and I had to help them push at the end. It's like I'll you know I was talking to him for a while, saying, "Hey, can you help? Sure, I'll help." And push it up there. We got it. Finally, got it out. The guy had to take a this twenty year old had to take a break. He was like panting hard. It's like, no, take a break, dude, <laughs> you know? So, uh, so later on, so, so the guy told me, the, the owner, he said, oh, yeah, no, I, I, I used to work at, at the prison down here. You know, he's an, he's an ex-Marine. He's, I think he's 60 years old. He's bald, but he's got, like, he's got guns on him. He's all, you know, beefed up and so forth. Definitely can handle himself, you know? And looks like if I gave him a problem, he was ready to handle me. <laughs> you know, if I was going to be a problem. <laughs> so, so what was the issue? So, what happened? Well, well, the issue was so one of the guys I was with uh, is a, is a gun enthusiast. Okay, one of the, my mover guys. He's all about, you know, he goes to shooting ranges, knows all about guns, fishing guns. He's a. He says, "Did you see what the guy was packing?" I go, "What are you talking about?" He said he was oh, open carrying. 
he was open carrying like a 44 Magnum or something on his side. I didn't even notice it at all. <laughs> but he was ready to freaking go if I was going to oh, get a problem. Boy. Yeah, that'll yeah make I somebody, have no idea. That'll make somebody nervous. Yeah, I didn't see it at all. I didn't even see it. You know? Yeah, if you're not, if you're not looking. Oh, and, and so I kind of knew that he was like, you know, ready for anything because when yeah. I shook his hand at the end, and, oh, and by the way, again, another person with no mask, no nothing. He like, came right at me and shook my hands like, oh, cool, cool guy, shake hand, not worry about anything at all. Great, my kind of guy. And I, and I shook his hand again at the end, but I had one of these tools in my hand. to, um, to It was like a sharp tool, and I, and I shook his hand with my tool in my hand. I said, oh, I'm sorry I stabbed you. He's like, no, not the first time I've been stabbed. No worries. He's, he's in, he works in a prison. Oh, he's been stabbed before. <laughs> you know? oh, okay. Well, we're gonna end. We're gonna end on that. For the past several years, I've been getting some great emails from customers, potential customers, and just those expressing love of pinball and what it's meant to them over the years. So. It's going to be a, uh, a mail segment called Dear Dr. Dave. Dear Dr. Dave, seven years ago, I moved in with my dad, who was 88 and living with Alzheimer's. His three pinball machines weren't my first priority, but I'm slowly getting caught up with projects and I'm ready to tackle this one. All three were working in the mid 80s and 90s. They've been inside a no humidity, even temp room, but it's been a few years. We loved them as kids and if circumstances were different, I'd keep them and see if I could get someone to get them working again for us. My niece and nephew would have a blast, but I can't afford a refurbish and I really probably need to sell them. I don't want them to deteriorate and frankly, money is in short supply around here at the moment. Or should I keep them for my seven-year-old nephew who drools over them and claims he is destined to be a electrical engineer? I'd have a long wait. So how would be the best way to advertise and sell them? Do you know anyone reputable in the Los Angeles area? Maybe even Northern LA? I have no idea how to evaluate condition or price, so we'll need to rely on someone for a fair offer. I'll need to dust them off and take some pics, but from what I see online, they are 1978 Atari Superman, an 82 Bally Mr. and Mrs. Pac-Man, and an 84 William Space Shuttle. I appreciate any advice you can give. Might take less of your time if you or to call, just reaching out, especially to you, because your video really grabbed me. All the best, even if you don't have time to respond, Nancy. So I'm going to reach out to Nancy uh, later today and have a nice uh, chat with her and uh, hear some history of the games and and uh, it should be a good conversation. I did send a quick email back to her. And uh, as she said back to me as well, I'll be giving her a call as well later today. But she wrote back, uh, it's so great to hear back from you, Dr. Dave. Thank you. The sounds made me so happy of that Superman pinball machine. I 
feel like a kid listening to that. I think I'll show it to my dad and see if he responds. See if it rings a bell with him. Looking forward to talking with you. Nancy. So these are just one of the many emails I get. Really uh, heartwarming stuff and makes this uh, restoration gig I have really worth it. So, okay, so this is the first leg of our tour. And I'm I, now Nancy, you know, gave the Dear, Dear Dr. Dave letter, you know, very nice letter she sent me. And I said, well, listen, I, I, I can't talk to you at length now because I'm busy. You know, I'm always busy doing something with pinball or whatever. And I have very little time to, to talk on the phone at length. Um, and I said, listen, I'm going to be on the road for many hours coming up soon. In about a couple of days, can I call you then? And say, oh, yeah, sure. Whatever you want. Your, your convenience, you know, it'd be great if you, you know, give me a call. So I called her. It's like a, I had a three and a half hour trip ahead of me. Called her up. She goes, oh, I'm so glad, so glad to talk to you. This is great. And I talked with her for like an hour and a half. And she was wonderful. I mean, she's, she's in L.A., California. Um, she is a uh, – what is she, Maureen? She's a uh, – what does she do? Hold on, I got it written down somewhere here. <laughs> hey, hey, easy girl. Wait a minute. I got it written down. I got it. My, my little notes here. Wait a minute. Oh. She, oh, she is a music. Okay, so Nancy is a music director at Caltech. Uh, and she does a lot of, uh, and she sings, and she's a choir director. So we started talking and talking and, and talking about pinball and, and talking about um, all, all kinds of stuff. And I was telling her, giving her pinball advice about the game she has and about selling them. And she wanted to know about, um, you know, who she can hook up with to, to, to sell the games. And I, so I said, well, I, you know, if I was closer, I'd help you. But so I gave her, you know, some insight about pin side and going on there to do some research and asking for local people there that can, that can either restore her games or, or, uh, or she can sell them on directly on pin side as they sit uh, and you know what they're worth and so forth. I gave her an idea what they're worth. I kind of gave her a good ballpark range for each one of her games. And, uh, and then we started talking some more and I, and I don't know how it came a conversation, but it's like, uh, it's like, yeah, you know, I, 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 uh, cause I could tell she was into choir and into her church stuff. And I said, well, me too. And I said, you know, I wouldn't mind doing like some kind of a pinball Bible study. Sometimes you go, Oh, that'd be great. Let's do that sometime. I have two nieces and nephews that would love that. I go, you do. Yeah, yeah, you do it, do it. They let me know. So it's like, all right. So she goes, we'll be your, we'll be all your, and I want to be on it too. We'll be all your students. It's like, okay. So it was very, it's very, um, I don't know. It was, it was cool and and uh, and weird. This weird at the same time because um, it just seemed that uh, I don't know. She just seemed we gelled nicely together. Put that we were on the same page on a lot of stuff, you know. And she was in L.A. You figure. California, LA, you figure it's way left to center, but she wasn't. She was the other way. You know, she was a little uh, right of center. So I sent you a picture of a game I remember as a kid called Crook's Saloon. Do you remember the picture I sent you? I saw the picture, but I don't remember that. I remember other games that kind of like that, but not that one. That particular game was made by a company out of California, good segue, called Dale Engineering in 1957. It was a dime game. And the cool thing about that game was, you're going to like this, it's got a six-pound solenoid for, wow. for, for the gun. 
and yeah. it mimics wow. a machine gun. That's so fantastic. the barrel goes in and out and vibrates the whole gun mechanism. It acts just like a Tommy gun. It is so that would, cool. That would never fly today, and I love oh, it because no, of that. No, they would never make this thing <laughs> in a million years. But the other cool fantastic. thing about it is it had the analog dial for the score which I thought was very, very period-specific. And then they had two different versions of the game, a a six-window and a ten-window, and they must have had some kind of um, solenoid that popped the crook into the window, and then however the gun mech worked, you'd shoot that guy, and he'd then retract back into the window, and somebody would pop up at another window. I used to love that game. It was a timed game. And you got, what did it say? 250 shots in 30 seconds. You know who could find that game, I bet you, is, is PJ's brother, Stu. He, he likes working on that stuff. He loves well, that stuff. And I bet well, you, if you ever want one, he could get it for you. Um, yeah, if he had a lot of stacks. You're going you're yeah. to die when I tell you how much this game. All right, let me take a guess. I want to stab, stab at it. I'm going to say, let's see, if I shoot for the stars, I'm going to say 10 grand. They can't be ten grand, so I'm going to say five grand. Yeah, you're right in the middle, three to six thousand dollars at auction. I don't know what it went for, but I can tell you point blank. I only remember the one place I played it when I was a kid in New Jersey at my local arcade at the Jersey Shore. How many did they make? Don't know. Couldn't find. There's not a lot of information on the game. Just some really cool pictures, but I remember. Mm. I tried to describe this game to you before, and I just couldn't do it because I didn't have that much of a recall on it. But after seeing the picture, I remember that game very, very, very well. I love playing that game. I know it's not pinball, but I couldn't pass it. I saw the picture. Somebody was fishing for one on Pinside or on Facebook Marketplace, and I kept saying to myself, wow, I hope you'll find one. I don't know how many there would be. That's a classic. That'd be a cool. I mean, that's a cool game to have. I, I I'd play that. That'd be great. Oh, if that you had a cool. really nice game room and you had something different like that, I mean, that's a that's totally different than other gun games that are all in a cabinet. This thing, oh, yeah. you know, it had that weird pipe in between where the gun was and uh, you know, like an extension rod from where you would shoot. It was it was just a really cool game. Well, I remember as a kid playing Rocky Point Park in Rhode Island. They had a great game room in there, and you played roads, roller coasters and so forth. But the game room was great. I remember the gun games they had there. It would say uh, be like a, a a movie screen and a and a and like I think a, either a, a regular holstered six shooter or a rifle. I forget. And you'd bring the you bring it up and it said, "When the eyes flash on the screen, shoot!" You know, so you do a whole little scene of a movie. And the guy, the gunslinger, would be looking right at you, and he's about to draw, and his eyes would flash really quick, and that's when you would like bring your gun up and shoot him because he's about to draw on you. And uh, it would go, I don't remember it, that game. That that would that be is, a cool one. That was probably from I'm going to say the you know mid '70s somewhere.
Just fine. 